I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. In the last episode, I laid out the three reasons why you've tried communication tools in the past and they haven't worked. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the five signs that you're not communicating. I mean, learning tools is great, but if you've lost your audience, what's the point? So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and I'm a psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven. With over 30 years of experience helping people create connection, joy, and ease in all their relationships. What's my secret? Well, besides being totally hilarious, I help you think differently so you can approach your relationships in a completely new way. I'm the best deal in town because the tools I teach apply to all your relationships, which allows you to simplify your life and find the confidence, calm, and deep love you've been craving. Combining my hands-on experience and all the latest research, I've created actionable tips and tools you can apply quickly and easily to create lasting change in all your relationships today. So let's get to it. Hey there, welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm very excited you're back and ready to keep talking about how to have effective communication in every single relationship. I know you learned a lot in the last podcast and have been practicing it all week. So, but before we get into it, I want to let you know that I'm now doing a video recording also of me doing the podcast. So, <laughs> yep. You can watch my face as I boss you around by going to my YouTube channel. I have a link on my website, abbymetcalf.com forward slash podcast. Um, it'll be there in the show notes. This is episode 152 or any of the footers along my website have all the social media and all that and YouTube, or you can go to YouTube, <clears throat> type in Abby Metcalf PhD, do a little search and there is my YouTube channel. And you could subscribe. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe. Uh, even if you don't want to listen to me over there or watch me. I, I have no idea why people want to watch, but you've asked. So 
I figured no skin off my nose. I'm already sitting here. Why not? Uh, <laughs> so you can come hang out with me. Uh, and again, if you haven't subscribed yet to the YouTube channel, please do. The podcast also, are you a subscriber so you don't miss an episode? Hello. All right. So I guess that's enough gabbing, right? We should just get to it. I've been really excited. You know, again, I'm doing this sort of three episode arc, even though, and I'm dropping them all at the same time. So you can binge watch these th three or listen to these three. You can do whatever you want with it or just chunk them up. Um, I actually would love it if you let me know if you like it or not, like having things chunked up a little more, or if you'd rather just have long episodes or how you'd like that to be, it'd be great. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave a comment underneath. I'd love to hear how that feels for you. Um, okay, so let's get to it. So the five signs that someone isn't listening to you, because we've all been there, right? I know I've been there. Uh, I'm talking to someone and you know, it's funny. I can realize that someone's not listening to me, but for some reason, I don't always key into it. And I just keep talking, you know, sometimes you talk louder or <laughs> start, you know, getting angry or frustrated instead of just stopping the conversation there. But anyway, I've done it too. So please don't think, you know, I'm perfect at this. I, but I do catch most of it most of the time. Thank gosh. But, and I really, I, I sort of compare it to, you know, if you were sitting, if you're sitting alone in a room and talking out loud, would you define that as communicating? And I don't think so. But half the time, you're practically doing just that by, but calling it communicating, you know, you're speaking to you or at, <laughs> you're speaking to you, sorry, you're speaking to your partner or at your partner or something, uh, you know, your coworker, your kid, whoever. And they're really not listening to a word you're saying. You again, it might as well be an empty room. Uh, that you're, you know, you might have even said, I might as well be alone speaking to an empty room for all the good it's doing me. You might have even yelled that out. Guess what? Yeah, that's the truth. And maybe you should have listened to yourself earlier. So, and and I think this is again one of the problems. You know, too often we learn these great tools for communication, but we're missing the signs that the other person isn't listening. And that's really why I created this complete effective guide, a guide to effective communication. Because when people just give you tips, it doesn't work if you don't have all the other pieces. There's a reason they don't work. Otherwise, you'd already be doing it and you'd be fine. So, uh, because you are getting the signals. Trust me, you are getting signals when people aren't listening to you. That, you know, that it's not landing with them, that they're really not hearing it, but you ignore them and you move full steam ahead anyway, somehow. So, and you do, you feel it in your gut that uh, you're not being heard, you're not being understood, or even you're being misunderstood somehow, instead of, you know, stopping right there and trying to figure it out. And in, again, if you're like me, maybe you speak louder, or you just get angry and frustrated maybe you walk away, you know, you're hurt and resentful. Then later you're saying to that person, well, I told you that already, you know, no one listens to me around here or is that just me? Okay. So there's five major signs, like I said, that communication isn't happening. And when you learn them, you can really start having this different kind of communication with people around you. You've got uh, to keep it in mind, you know, the kind of these five things in mind because what you want to do, if you see any of them, is stop the conversation in its tracks. Just stop talking. Just stop talking. Uh, and 
you got to reset, got to re-strategize. So, and you know me, I always have my little cute acronyms for everything. And this one I call BRAID. And it, uh, and I've changed it a little bit. I, I, I've called it BRAID for a while, but I've changed it a couple of times. So, you know, even if you've heard this before, keep listening. So basically it's BRAID, B-R-A-I-D. That's how you remember it. If any of these things are happening, right? You're, you're kind of screwed. And remember, it could be you doing it, not just the other person. So if you're in this frame, then you want to stop the conversation. You want to realize what you're doing and just stop. Okay, so let's get to it. So the B is for blaming. If you, again, or the other person you're talking to is acting like a victim, or if you're uh, blaming one another or anyone else for the situation that you're talking about, communication has stopped. Be, I don't want you to think about it. If you, if the person you're trying to communicate with is blaming you. It means they're not taking any responsibility for whatever happened, right? Whatever went down, which means they're certainly not going to take responsibility or listen now that you're talking to them. That, that's not going to happen. And I say with love, the same goes for you. If you're walking into a conversation blaming the other person for your feelings then or whatever happened, then you haven't taken responsibility. So you're not trying to communicate effectively. You're just trying maybe to make the other person feel bad too because you feel bad. I know. Again, I, I love you so much, but I got to speak honestly. I, I think that's what you're doing. I, and I've done it too. I'm not going to say I've never done that, but it, really the blame game is the one of the worst things you can be doing. And it just takes complete what people are doing is they're just putting it somewhere else they're acting like a victim if you're doing it you're doing it you're acting like a victim if they're doing it they're acting like a victim you're just putting all the responsibility outside yourself and uh not taking ownership and a lot of times i find that we blame when people trample our boundaries because again we think that they're responsible for holding our boundaries you're responsible for holding your boundary and you need to make sure that there's some sort of response or consequence or change in action when someone tramples your boundaries. If you just say, hey, don't trample my boundary and they trample it and you don't do anything, then not much is going to happen. You know, if I tell, uh, you, you know, my, my wonderful son uh, stayed out all night, my teenager, going to be 18 in a couple weeks, but I got to tell you, I don't care. He lives under my roof. And he stayed out all night and he didn't text or say anything, or I didn't know where he was. I panicked. It was a long story. But anyway, so if he did that and then there was no consequence on the other side and I just said, hey, you're not allowed to do that. Don't do that again. Stop it. My guess is he would keep doing it because why not? Nothing happens. What? I yell at him a little. I say something. So what? Uh, but if all his life stays the same, then that's really different. And, you know, it, it, I mean, that really makes things stay the same. But if things change, if I do something about it, and I did, trust me, uh, <laughs> he had many consequences for that. Guess what? And I will say, he's, ne even, he's never done it before. He's never done this in all these years. He, my, my Max, he's wonderful. Sometimes I have issues, but he, he doesn't quite do things like that. And, but even though it was only one time, it was a huge thing. It's a really big deal, right? So. I made it a big deal in how we talked about it. Okay. So just saying, so you got to do the same thing. So stop blaming and start, right? Putting that responsibility back on you. But if you see it, stop the conversation. You're, you're not going to get anywhere. 
Okay, so braid, that's the B. R is reading minds. You can't read anyone's mind and they can't read yours. <laughs> if, any, if the conversation you're having has anything like, I know what you're thinking, I know what you're going to say, I, 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 know, I know what your answer is going to be, so I'm not even going to ask. Um, you should know by now what I want. Or, uh, oh, I love this one. You knew what I meant and you did it anyway. Uh, or you said it anyway, or you pretended you didn't, then, then the conversation should stop right then and there. Whoever thinks they can read minds isn't looking to have a real dialogue. They're not being curious or seeking to understand. They're just trying to prove themselves right, I say with love. <laughs> I really do love you. Otherwise, I wouldn't be having these conversations with you, right? This is a labor of love. I put out all this stuff because I love you. I want things to change. I really want things to change, but you've got, you got to get real. You, you, it's so funny. People love to change until you ask them to change. Then they're like, I don't think I want to change. Uh, but I know you do because you're different because you're listening and you're with me. So I know you're fabulous. So stop reading minds. And I know what you're doing in your head. You're thinking, well, I was right. They did say what I thought they were going to say. If you need to go back right now, stop, stop listening and go back to the episode I just did um, 151, this first part in this communication series. It, it, you got to go back. And I explain why you're wrong, why you're so wrong that you were so sure you are just, you're tricking yourself. And I explain it all on that podcast. I'm not going to spend time here, but if you listen to it already, and if you're binge listening now and just heard it, you, it's fresh in your mind, confirmation bias, RIS, it's fresh in your mind. So you know why reading minds is bullshit. Okay. So that's the B and the R. The A is arguing. So if you are arguing, and I want to really be clear about what arguing is. A lot of times people think it's just when they're kind of fighting, you know, out loud. No, it's got a lot of pieces, lots of ways that people argue with you that are very quiet, that are very quiet. So I want to talk about them. So obviously, once you start attacking each other in any way, the, the, you know, the, the, the communication train has run off the tracks. But again, having a full out fight with raised voices isn't the only way arguing shows up. There are really a lot of behaviors um, that fall into this category that you probably don't realize are kind of hostile. You know, arguing is hostile. It's really any hostility. Um, so. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Let's talk about them. Okay, so one, I'd say the first one I think about right away is being passive, passive aggressive remarks or actions. You know, you got aggressive right there in the title, right? So anything that's passive aggressive is 
forget it. Stop the conversation. You're in the arguing, you're in this realm and your communication isn't happening. Uh, any kind of, you know, sarcasm that's kind of biting or constant, you know, um, or what you can't take a joke. You take everything so seriously, that kind of crap, you know, no name calling, even in a calm tone. You cannot call people out of their names. You got to stop. I don't care who you're talking to. That is just a sign that you are overwhelmed. And if you're that overwhelmed, you shouldn't be talking to anybody. If you call someone, you know, you're being such an asshole or whatever you say to them. And I don't care how quiet or loud it is. It's not okay. It absolutely needs to stop. It is hostile. It is, uh, it's really, a, I consider it abusive. So you really got to stop. It's never okay. Don't tell me you can't help it. That's a load of crap and you got to stop. Um, but again, if it's happening to you or if you're doing it, and this is linked to that diagnosing. I hear people diagnosing each other all the time. <laughs> you got to stop. Only I can diagnose, you know, only a mental health professional because you're diagnosed. I don't care what you've read or how many, you know, YouTube videos you've watched. He's calling, saying to your partner, you're bipolar. I hear this stuff a lot. My partner's bipolar. It's like, are they really? They're, he's a narcissist. She's a this, you know, nope, nope. I, you you got to get off of that. So, because if they were diagnosed with something, it's not helpful to be yelling it in an argument or to be saying it in an argument. And it's, it's really kind of mean to me, it's kind of close to name calling. So, but it's like when you try to diagnose, you know, you're so angry all the time. Don't, it's not your diagnosing. You're deciding what they are. Just let that go. It's not part of a uh, great communication. It's not really going to help you. Discounting or minimizing, uh, you know, I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. Uh, it, you know, it's just not that important. You know, they're kind of minimizing the thing that you think is so important. Any of that is hostile. It, it's really their way of, you know, shutting you down or shutting you out. Obviously, any attacks on character. Um, uh, you're, you know, you've always been a drama queen. No, no wonder you don't have any friends. No one likes you, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. That's just mean. Again, it's an attack. And I want to say, too, silence is really hostile often. So, you know, a cold shoulder, withdrawal, you know, emotional withdrawal. Uh, yes, dear. You know, that kind of, mm -hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, sure. You know that. The shoulder shrug. I hate the shoulder shrug. No, I don't know. I don't know. That shoulder shrug makes me crazy. I don't know. All of those things are someone showing you that they're resistant to what's happening, that they don't want to have this conversation, and that they are not having this conversation, that they are not communicating. So any of them let you know that the communication, again, train is like off the rails. All right. And I haven't even gotten to the, okay, that's B-R-A <laughs> and that bra. Now we've broad. Uh, and now I'm going to get to the I and the D. So a braid. Interrupting is the I. This is really big. So if you're being interrupted or if you start talking over the another person, again, conversation should just stop. If, if, uh, if you're being interrupted, it means really that the other person is in sort of that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn mode. So their amygdala, you know, that fear part of their brain is really turned on and they're no longer listening if they ever were actually. Um, and I talk about, uh, fawn mode, you know, the fight, flight, freeze, we added fawn. Fawn is, um, uh, who I forget the guy, Pete Walker, I think is the guy I, I have it in another podcast. Um, 
where I talk about uh, that is a stress or trauma response, but uh, fawning basically means that you react to something with excessive people pleasing. And so that can happen too. You could be saying what you want to the other person and they could be like kind of interrupting you and just like, oh no, no, I didn't mean to do that. Oh no, I'm going to do it different next time. And we don't need to talk about it. You know, that is not, they are in their, their fear-based brain is turned on. You can feel their fear, right? You can feel it coming at you. Just like if they were fighting you, running away or freezing and, you know, submitting or yes, steering you, whatever. All of those things are signs that uh, the person is no longer listening and you're, which means you can't be communicating. So interrupting on any level, you interrupting, you talking over them, interrupting you. And, you know, interrupting can also be if, uh, if the per the person you're talking to takes a call, even looks at their phone gets distracted by something or someone outside the conversation, uh, any of that, that's interrupting because they're interrupting your flow, right? They're, they're taking themselves out. It's, it could also be seen as kind of arguing in a way, right. As the, as the a, because they're, um, sort of dismissing what's going on, uh, depending on how they're doing it. And also if you see that they're trying to talk, you know, you know, when you're saying something to someone and they're like, you can see they're, they're sort of right there. You want to stop the conversation at the very least to just say to them, this isn't working because you're just, you're just wanting to talk over me. I know you're stopping yourself, but the fact you're not, they're not listening. If they're coming up with a response, if they have a response ready to go and they're thinking it in their moment, then they've stopped listening to the rest of what you're saying. So you really want to stop the conversation and slow it down. And then the D, last part of braid. So we had blaming, we had reading minds, we had arguing, we had interrupting, and now we have D, defensiveness. Any defensiveness at all, again, by you or the other person is a sign that people are in, again, that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn mode, and no communication is happening. So it's time to, you know, really reset or come back to the conversation at another time. You know, all this doesn't mean that you get angry or, you know, if any of this is happening, it's not about that. And I'm going to teach that in the next, you know, episode uh, where I'm going to lay out those, you know, the, my five-step process, but I just want to say that's not, you know, I just want you to notice that these are the signs no one's listening. I haven't told you really what to do yet, you know, when it's happening other than stop the conversation. But when we go over in the next kind of little chapter here, uh, what to do, you'll see how it really fits in. And again, if there needs to be that place where you're not just focused on being right, where you're not just focused on, you know, saying the thing, but where you truly want to communicate. You truly want, have a desire that you're talking with someone, not at someone. And okay. So, uh, and I'll get to all that really soon. So I want you to keep this acronym in your head, make it the wallpaper on your phone, (laughs) uh, print it out and hang it on the refrigerator, anything to ensure that you remember to watch out for these five signs. Uh, that, you know, knowing that your communication is stalled, it's time to regroup, it's time to re-strategize, it's time to, you know, see the stall for what it is and really stop it. Okay. And that's it. That's it for this episode. 
So if you haven't listened, like I said, to episode 151 yet, go back and check it out. Again, it's a three-part series in this, my complete guide to effective communication in every relationship. So that's what I'm doing here. And I want to remind you to come to uh, abbymedcalf.com forward slash podcast and download your free toolkit that teaches you how to align your conscious and unconscious minds. And again, you'll learn more about that in that first um, little section I did of this podcast. But because once you get that alignment, you really start creating, uh, oh, this really strong self-confidence and this deeper connection with the people you love, the people you work with, the people you connect to, the people that are in your world. So uh, it's, it's really at the heart of so much. Again, it's why I've done this little series in the, in the order I've done it in. Uh, but having Bray just in your head all the time is going to be helpful to you, you know, when you're interacting anywhere. And my clients always say, they'll start to see it places, you know, they'll be talking to their boss or talking to their kid or whatever. And they'll see one of the things and go, oh, I just have to stop the conversation here. Oh, and again, I'm going to give you other tools for what to do there. But that's really the point. Ah, and that's it for today. I know. I know. So thank you. You've listened this far. You are hanging in there and doing it. I kind of hope you're binge listening to all these. It'll be really fun. Um, you kind of get them all together. But if you're not, it's all cool. They stand alone. And uh, I love spending our time together. As always, I really enjoy this. This is really the favorite part always of my week of um, just connecting in this way. I, I really love it. That's it. Have a wonderful day, minute, week, whatever it is until you listen to the next. And I love you so much. I want you to have that love for yourself too. And I will talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.